Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of A Game Called Life. I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to answer the fundamental question, what is self-improvement? And later, we're also going to take a look at the most important skill. So self-improvement, I'd say, cannot be defined in one word. I mean, it's a philosophy, a lifestyle, a commitment to becoming a better version of yourself. I think that's a good definition, a commitment to becoming a better version of yourself. What most people get wrong is that it's about perfection, that it's about the end, you know, the end goal, about the 10K a month or the six pack, you know, but it's not about the perfection or the end goal. It's about the progress. It's all about the journey, a continuous growth and learning journey that you always keep on learning and improving. You've probably heard a quote, never stop being a student. If you think you know everything, you've lost. I mean, a good quote by Imangazi, you're never the best version of yourself, but the worst version that you will tolerate. Let me read it again. You're never the best version of yourself, but the worst version that you will tolerate. I mean, let's get this out of the way. Reaching the divine is impossible, right? You will never become perfect. But getting as close to it as the as possible, that's what we self-improvers are trying to do, right? Trying to become try to beat everyone, trying to beat the competition and becoming the best. By the way to reaching or the way to getting as close to the divine as possible is by constantly learning, improving every single aspect of your life. Improving even when you don't want to improve. I mean, discipline, right? Discipline is something very important. I mean, we could talk hours on end about discipline. I'll probably dedicate a whole episode or multiple episodes to discipline. So at its core, self-improvement is the deliberate act of assessing, understanding and enhancing various aspects of life, be it our mindsets or habits, skills, relationships, or just overall well-being. Self-improvement is the act of getting better. All right, uh, shortly we'll go after the most important skill in self-improvement, which I'd say is the basis of everyone's self-improvement. It's what I consider the most important, as do many others. But first, if you're interested in hearing more stuff like this, hit the follow button. I mean, you'll be supporting this project and you'll get notified when a new episode drops. All right. I'm going to ask you, what is the most important skill in self-improvement? What do you think it is? If you think you got an answer, write it in the Q&A section down below. Or write it in the comments, depending on where you're listening to this. Let's see what our others think. Reading. Reading. Stories are timeless, right? Thousands of years ago, cavemen, they drew on the wall to write down what happened, to note down information. 
Later, we carved into stone and then we started writing on paper, which then finally led to books. This is how we, this is how we have been passing on information for hundreds of years. Thousands of years, even. There are books on everything. I mean, books like Atomic Habits, How to Make Friends and Influence People, Meditations. These books, they've changed people's lives. They've saved people's lives. I mean, if you want to improve any aspect of your life, you'll find the best information. Not online, not at some YouTube channel, but in books. Of course, you can find very good information online, but the basis of that information comes from books. Now let's look at the benefits of reading. I mean, the clear benefit is the knowledge you're getting from the books, right? But what you maybe don't realize at first glance, you expose yourself to new ideas, cultures and perspectives. People are talking about the same stuff, but they have different opinions and views on it. So this kind of shapes your critical thinker brain, right? It improves your cognitive function and makes you a better critical thinker. If you know multiple opinions on the, I mean, just in general, if you know multiple opinions on a subject, it helps you form your own opinion on it. Which I, which, I mean, in an argument, let's say, that's going to help you a lot to form a strong argument or contra argument. If you read regularly, uh, we'll take a look at how much you should read later. But if you read regularly, it also enhances your ability to concentrate. I mean, let's face it, if you're not a bookworm, it's going to be hard to concentrate on words. All right. I mean, for somebody like me, I before I came into self-improvement, I never read books. I mean, of course, besides school, where you had to read books for projects and lectures. Outside of school, I never touched books. I always saw some saw it as some nerd thing or just something boring. But once I got to self-improvement, I said to myself, you know what, like give, let's give this a chance. The first book I picked up was The Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. That book completely changed my life, completely changed my view on how sh I should behave myself. It's a book I recommend to a lot of people. I mean, I've now probably recommended it to, I don't know, 50, 20, 50, 20, what? 50, 60, 70 people. Um, before, I mean, most people read before they go to bed and this is actually a great way to, I mean, a great time to read because it signals to your brain that it's time to relax and that... I mean, prepare, prepare for sleep, right? Because reading decreases the cortisol levels in your brain, I mean, in your body. Cortisol is the hormone that makes you feel stressed. So if it decreases, you feel relaxed and then you're ready to go to sleep. Uh, on the subject of reading before bed, people, I mean, I've heard people say that it's bad to use iPad or phone or computer, I mean, any digital device before going to bed. If you're reading on the device, right, an ebook, 
if you turn your screen to night mode, you know, when it's like orange, it's okay, I mean, then there's no problem in reading. I mean, I've read on my iPad, for example, before going to sleep and then fell asleep. That's actually a that's a amazing way to go to sleep. It's way better than falling asleep, watching some, watching YouTube shorts or Instagram reels. Now, as I've mentioned before, how often should you read? What many people recommend, and me too, try to read every day. It doesn't have to be a lot. 10 pages is enough. You don't have to read chapters. Read the minimum, as long as you read. I mean, I know it's not always possible. As a student myself, I... On days where I have big exams, I'm not gonna read the book. Let's be honest. I've got I've got to study for the exam. Or if you're having a hard time with your business, or you just got a client, then I'd say focus on your business, man. You can read later. But generally, if you've got no good excuse, and if it's your mood, like saying, "Man, I don't feel like reading," then that's no excuse. As Hamza says, do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. And emphasis emphasis on especially, I mean, this is how you build discipline. Now, <laughs> discipline is a big thing. I mean, we could probably talk hours on end about discipline. In the future, I'll dedicate a long episode to discipline and why it's important. But for the sake of time, no matter, if you don't have a good excuse, if your excuse doesn't make sense, if your emotion is your excuse, then that's no excuse, man. Now, what should I read? Of course, there's different types of books. I mean, there are comics, there are children's books, there are mangas, there are self-improvement books, classics, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there are different types of books. I mean, reading any book will... I mean, reading in general will have some benefits, like, I mean, as the ones I've mentioned, decreasing cortisol, stimulating the brain. Any book will give you that, but some books more than others. And there are typically two books that I recommend reading. The first type of book, pretty straightforward, self-improvement books. Now, why are these great? Well, you get direct knowledge and actionable steps which you can directly implement in your life books like these can can and will impact every aspect of your life these books in my opinion will have the greatest impact on your life as i've said the uh, art of not giving a fuck by mark manson that book changed my view i mean changed my view and my behavior in social situations i'm way more free now right I mean, me, before reading the book, I wouldn't be here talking to you because I'd be too afraid of what other people think. But if you struggle from, you know, you're introverted or you struggle in social situations or you worry about what other people think about you, read that book. The Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's one of the best books I've ever read.
Now, the second type of books I recommend are classics, you know, old books, like for example, Frankenstein. Why classics? Well, the direct analysis is, I mean, if you want the direct benefits, I mean, you're getting better at reading complex and hard to read language. So again, stimulating the brain, you're doing the hard stuff, you know. And I mean, these books usually use some quite exquisite vocabulary, vocabulary. And um, if you want to sound like Jordan Peterson, if you want to like sound some, but like somebody who went to university for I don't know how many years, then reading classics will give you that. These books, I mean, to be honest, most people after reading maybe four or five improvement books, they will get a bit bored. They will need a story. And classics are a good way to get those stories. By I mean, of course you could go read, I don't know, the diary of a wimpy kid, but a classic will give you way more benefits than some children's book. It's harder, but that's why it's better. Me personally, I mean, up until now, I haven't got bored of self-improvement books. Who knows, I might in the future. But at the moment, I like learning. I mean, getting the knowledge from those books, learning from the author's experience. It's a fun experience for me, right? So basically just read. <laughs> That's the best advice I can give. Read. It might it might be boring sometimes, but trust me, it'll improve your life. That's it for today. If you enjoyed the episode, please follow, write a comment or a question and I'd be happy to answer. Have a nice morning, afternoon, evening. Goodbye.